0: Let's crack back a like in podcast world. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 110. Crack! Ah! Hmm. I'm glad John's bringing some extra energy today yeah. to the cast because we we're without Craig. So you got a lot to bring, bring a lot of weight to hold up here, John.
1: Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's a heavy burden. You know, we're today we are short two thirds of the talent on this podcast. So it's going to be an uphill battle and. Uh, you know, in, in the past, Hot Dog has not had a whole lot of stamina, so I'm a little bit concerned about this.
0: I don't know. Hot Dog seems to hold this thing. You used to tell me I could shoot this thing by myself if I needed to.
1: Well, you could, but I wouldn't say anybody would listen. <laughs> Lady J. Yeah, Lady J would listen. You're right. <laughs> anyway
0: Alexandra?
1: Any man would still be posted on about it. Oh,
0: best podcast yet? <laughs> hey, man, we would have, we would have some listeners. Well, so We are without Craig. Second time in a row, Craig's got some really exciting things going on in his life, and uh, next week, I guess, when we record, um, hopefully Craig can enlighten us on some of those wonderful happenings that he's been up to. We were thankful to have a guest with us last week, and today, well, we're just going to kind of, I'm at least acting like John is the guest.
1: <laughs> I can't wait. I was hoping that one of these times that we could do like a uh, lightning round, two against one, everybody can just ask uh, whatever they want against the other one. So that'd be a, that'd be a good interview, I think. I so. think that
0: really would be a good interview. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for the time you and Craig shoot one when I'm not here.
1: Well, we'd have to call in some uh, technical support for that since
0: neither
1: one of us know how to actually record it.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe that day is going to come here at some point. Um, but anyway, the topic today is inspired by Craig. Uh, when he, he let us know uh, he wasn't going to be able to be here today, it was kind of last minute, and he said, you know, I think y'all ought to do absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I think... He might have been joking about it, might have been serious about it, but I took it for real, and John walked in today, and he said, what are we doing? I said, absence makes the heart go fun.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's a good uh, a good topic, too. I know it's interesting, you know, the uh, the dynamics of the three of us is a fun interaction. So, uh, listening back on uh, the time that I was out, and y'all did the joys of John, just the two of you, it sounded like a great time, fun time, Platinum too. Platinum episode. <laughs> So, uh, you know, just interesting to see how this one's going to turn out today.
0: Yeah, you know, um, I I think it's going to be a good topic and it is different without Craig. And I think that says something that we're both saying that today, because uh, when you do form a unit with somebody, uh, it could be your significant other in life, a friend, uh, something like that. It does. uh, you, You tend to feel that absence more when they're not there. So I think this was a good, good topic by suggested by Craig. And I think we'll talk about things also. This is going to happen with maybe, you know, you move, uh, John, moving from his house or traveling places uh, and that you don't get to go back to, things you like to do that you once couldn't do, maybe like playing sports in a younger age. So I think there's going to be a, a lot of different directions we can head with this thing.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun time. And, um, you know, there's a lot of different avenues that we can talk about through here today. Um, you know, with Craig being out, uh, it's – is just going to be a different thing that we go down today and and check it out so i'm i'm looking forward to it
0: i think it's gonna be good john and i have a a lot of fun here so um without craig we're, we're gonna make do and before we get into the would you rather i would like to personally i think john will piggyback on this thank uh the listeners we've had quite a lot of listeners a lot of downloads here uh since the start of the year Different places, different cities, uh, a lot in our local city, too, here in Lake Charles. It's been much appreciated.
1: Yep, and uh, people continuing to rate and review the podcast. That's always uh, something that's very helpful for us. Uh, it's always helpful for um, people who haven't listened yet who go in and hear your feedback. Um, so that's greatly appreciated. Also, all the people who continue to vote for us for... Uh, you know, podcast magazines, hot fifties. So that's something that, uh, we're very humbled that you continue to take your time to do that and appreciate it and hope you continue
0: to do so. Well said, Johnny boy, let's swing our way into the good old, would you rather? And as usual, you're going to take it this week. And John got a whole boatload of these things in a book, but failed to bring that to the table today.
1: Two books. I got two books. So I got to give a thanks to, uh, my sister, uh, Grace smith um and my godchild baby jordan so they sent me two books for christmas um would you rather books so i haven't actually opened them yet <laughs> <laughs> you sent a picture of them but uh there should be a lot of material to uh, play off of if uh if we decide to go that route so most of the ones that i come up with i just come up with them off the top of my head
0: it's pretty impressive actually
1: um the one for today, I'm going to keep it pretty tame just because I had a couple stored up that were really good and I didn't want to miss out on Craig um, Absolutely. Craig weighing in on, on it. So Some I'm going to keep it pretty tame today. That's right. So if you're ready, I'm going to go ahead and pitch it out there. Let's hear it. Would you rather, hot dog man of Lake Charles, paper or plastic?
0: Miss, hmm. mean, good question. you think about the environment with some of that and then you think about well what could the plastic do for you long term like are you keeping this thing is it like a bag that you keep at your house to transport stuff in is it just like back from the grocery store you're gonna throw away is this something uh, like plastic Tupperware or something like that that you could use a lot. So there's some good, there's some good commodities with the plastic. And then I'm thinking about Canon's lecture he gave to me about drinking out of water bottles and how it can be bad for you and the stuff that comes from water bottles. And I should bring drinking out of stainless steel glass. <laughs> so man, I think there's some problems on. Both. ball. I think there's some problems on both sides of this equation, depending what direction we're going with. Um, huh? I really don't know which way I would go, man. Um. I tend to be, be a sl- slight lean on the paper. Most likely also paper. I mean, what, what if this, you wanted to write something? You have to carve it into the plastic to write the message. Paper, you can write it on a piece of paper. If it's an unlimited supply, I'm going to go with paper.
1: Okay. Well, I was just thinking of it like in a, a grocery store aspect, how, you know, once upon a time or you see on mm-hmm. movies now, they'll ask you, do you want paper or plastic? That kind of thing. So you went a little deeper than I was planning on going into that. But yeah, all of those are in good. In honor of Craig. <laughs> all of those are very good points. Uh, you know, for me, um, I agree. Definitely need to be um, self-conscious about the uh, environment. So that is one thing for the plastic. Um, I've had some Negative interactions with uh, the paper where it just isn't durable enough. It may get wet. Things fall apart. Um, So for me, I'm going to go plastic. And one of the additional things that we use, like our little extra plastic bags for, is to put extra... Saucy, dirty diapers. I in. knew you were gonna say that, dude. I could just. Tell That's what we put on. them in before we uh, put them in our trash can at uh, at the house. So we utilize them <laughs> more than once, um, more than their single design. So, I'm
0: going plastic. All right, man. We split. We split it down the middle here. That's pretty good. Um, I, mean, I would
1: challenge you also along the lines whenever we're talking about today. If something just inspires you that you feel like your inner CC is talking to you, go ahead and make a point for CC too.
0: I feel like I kind of did with that. Would you rather? Yeah, that's I know. It. I know that's
1: why I'm just saying we got to keep this going. We need to throw out some CC points in there too.
0: Yes. Um. And so we'll, we'll toggle into his topic and we'll start out with Craig. The absence of Craig and I think John alluded to that pretty good. We we are missing a a different when Craig's not here. I think we feel the the different um, dynamic that he brings to the table, which is a little more of the soft heartedness, um, very thoughtful. And probably uh, with his thoughts, pretty deep where he's coming from. I think we're both pretty similar on that, Craig and myself. John's still way up there in the cloud somewhere. But um, Craig's like, I'm a little below the earth, and Craig's like a bedrock <laughs> <laughs> way down there. So uh, I think when we don't have Craig, we're missing that angle of the table, along with the, just a little more wisdom with Craig and his kids, how they've gone through life and they have, and his different experience of life. So when, when I think of absence of Craig, those are the things that in his facial expressions, that's what comes to my mind.
1: Yeah. I'm with you on that. You know, he just has a very eloquent way of, uh, making points that seems to really, uh, touch and affect our listeners and me too. Um, so I think that's something that hopefully the different dynamic today won't be too, uh, difficult for the, the listeners. Uh, you, you're right. I mean, the facial expressions are definitely going to be missed today. It's, it's always a wonderful time. Uh, to see how those go you know it's uh craig's one of these people that whenever you're excited he gets excited with you where he's a feeler he matches your enthusiasm your expressions um so it's fun to see him get worked up and get excited about things whenever you're excited or you know hot dogs excited about it so that's one thing that i'm gonna miss the day not having him around
0: yeah, and I think that that's a, another good place to start in general, uh, and I think John and I have a, have keyed in on this, A, because of the topic, but I think we, all three in the group, um, would say, you know, if John wasn't here, we'd be, we'd be missing some of the humor that he brings to the table, uh, for sure, <laughs> and he's just out-of-the-box way of thinking in general to life. Just as much as I was not here, at least it can be said this podcast would have worked.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We were, couldn't figure out how to use the software.
0: <laughs> Push play. That would be a problem. record. Um, but I, but I think it's key that in life, it, it gets pretty easy that you take something for granted. That could be, again, your significant other, a friend, some, a coworker, um, maybe the fat, your health, uh, you know, that's another thing you could look at. So I think just in starting in us talking about Craig and dissecting absence makes the heart grow fonder. What do you think, John, about the idea of in life taking things for granted? That could also be like a relationship with God. He is always there, but I think at times we create that void or can create that absence ourselves.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, talking about the relationship with God, I think something that the absence of that does not make the heart Mm -hmm. grow fonder. I think that's something that causes a further deterioration uh, and a further distance. Uh, It doesn't mean that, uh, you know, He ever leaves you or goes away. He's, you know, going to be persistently there waiting for you to make that decision to turn around and uh, return to his loving arms. So I think that's a pretty unique situation where the opposite of what we were talking about actually happens. I think you, that distance continues to grow um, whenever you, you know, take a step away or you behave in a way where uh, is not in union with what, you know, you should be, uh, your total goal in life uh, should be.
0: Yeah, I think that's true that it can uh, make it separate further, but it, whenever you find that moment of coming back, I think that, that that those feelings can grow a little bit stronger because of the absence for yourself. Maybe not for the Lord, obviously, because consistent everyday Eddie Steady up there. But for ourselves, I think it's something that if we kind of get off path, you know, um, miss time in prayer or something in the morning, if I went a few days not doing it, it's going to be a little bit different feeling when I get back up on that horse a little bit. So I do think it's a good point what you're saying and how, uh, that part is a, a, probably a little different wrinkle in and of itself. What do you think though about, um, again, the principle maybe with people in life, taking them for granted or, you know, the people that work for you at your job, your kids, I'm not saying you're taking them for granted. It might happen every now and again with a little (laughs) baby. Uh, what do you, what do you think about that part of it?
1: Yeah. You know, I, I think that, um, there's a lot of the different things that go go in on it. Um, you know, you and I have had conversations uh, before about um, you know my relationship with my wife, and whenever I do get a chance to get out of town and and go do things like we've gone on trips before to Boston or going to the Highlands. That t- that digging deep that time away from me from uh, my wife and my family uh, just really makes me appreciate them uh, so much more, and just really makes me, you know want to come home early and then not want to go anywhere else, uh, in recent proximity, uh, to that. So for me, from the family, uh, component, it definitely makes my heart much more full, much more appreciative or even more appreciative, I should say, um, than being around them every day, day in and day out. I think that's uh, a good healthy thing for me personally.
0: Yeah. You definitely talked about that every time I've traveled with you. Um, And I think that is a a pretty neat thing to recognize. was actually talked about at dinner the other night a little bit. And I I think it is a a healthy thing, too, to do. uh, So you can, in looking at absence, I think another thing you can break down is, It might allow you to see things that you took for granted or things that you just can't see that somebody, uh, you know, brings to the table for maybe a good or a bad thing in your life or something you might need to work on. You can't see it or the other person can't see it, and they can bring that to light. What do you think about that part of it, Johnny?
1: No, I agree. I mean, uh, removing yourself from uh, situations, from the day-to-day grind kind of thing, I think can be very eye-opening for a lot of people where a lot of times you may be too close to the situation situation. To figure out, you know, maybe it's um, a difficulty in a relationship or something like that. But sometimes I think a little uh, separation or a little um, distance uh, can help you reevaluate and uh, look at things a little bit more objectively and then maybe come back and uh, improve on that.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's really well said, uh, too, and, and it also allows absence with other people can allow you, you, you to uh, look at yourself a little bit as well, not just looking at the other person. Another thing that came to my mind um, was a place, for instance, in my case, the Highlands. Over time, I've realized when I'm not there and then I get there, like the last time I went there, both Alexander and Lady J, I called Lady J when I was up there, were like, oh, my God, you're like a whole different person when you're up here. And you go a while not going, you know, now a whiles turned into three or four weeks, not three or four months. And you start, for myself personally, I'm like, man, I really want to go back there. I want to go do that again. It could also be like if you went to a really good restaurant or something like that. And you're like, man, that was so good. I want to go do that again. Or if you had a really good experience with people, um, not, grow, not doing that can make the um, fondness of wanting to go somewhere uh, stronger, and I think that has definitely happened to me with the North Carolina situation. Hence the potential purchase of the cottage.
1: Woo, baby! Uh-huh. Cottage house. <laughs> Let's go. We went from tiny house to a cottage house. It's growing. Yeah, no, apparently I, I think they've called it, it their own thing. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, you know, it's something that you know you you really enjoy something, uh, whether it be going to North Carolina uh, or whatever the activity may be. Going on a boat ride. Going on a boat ride, something else like that, and then you know. Those feelings, that excitement, that experience, you know, for whatever reason, I think it just kind of fades over time. Mm-hmm. You know, you you kind of lose a little bit of that vividness. So I think returning to something like that that you've been away from for a while helps you recapture and just revitalize that um, intensity of the experience. And you're like, oh, my goodness, why am I not doing this more? Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely think there's something to that.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point. Also, whenever the longer you go not doing something and you're wanting to do it, you dig yourself a little bit of a hole. And even though the absence may be making you grow fonder of the situation and wanting to do it, it makes it more difficult to do and or fear, um, concerns, things like that can come into your mind, which has personally happened to me a little bit with Highlands. And I go back up there and I'm like, what the heck? Exactly what John said. (laughs) Why am I not doing this more? (laughs) Um, So I think that uh, the... The absence, in my case, is making it, it grow a little fonder to jump over the hoop and to actually purchase a piece of property up there.
1: So what do you think it is about the Highlands that has you so infatuated? Infatuated Is it the woods? Is it the mountains? Is it um, the different climate? What do you think it is?
0: This is a good question that I've been asked before, John. And the first thing that comes to my mind is freedom. Um, I think it's a... Uh, All right, Braveheart. <laughs> I think the, the air quality is very good up there and again still in the south the mountains the woods the town i really love the town the people the lifestyle is very um exciting to me and i do i just it is kind of crazy when i was up there last time i was tag on 14 degrees and i was still lepping my chops man i was happy to be up there uh
1: (laughs) it's funny because you don't really like the cold like a tremendous amount (laughs) i like it to be
0: cool but not necessarily freezing and um (laughs) Dude, they got like twenty something inches of snow this last week up there, and I don't know something. Just that inner child comes out within me when I do get mm. up there, and I think it's um, it's good for me because I I sometimes feel in Lake Charles that I can potentially get stuck in the ease of Lake Charles, what that has to offer. Uh, being close to family is very important to me, um, as a lot of the listeners know here. And I have some business roots here, a lot of that. Uh, and I don't want to leave that by any means, but I think it allows me to also kind of create in my own path in a, in a way somewhere else that is um, different than that. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. So that's, that's the answer to the question.
1: Man, that's interesting. So part of this is just the absence and the missing of your inner child that you feel like that helps you recreate whenever you go back up there, huh?
0: It sweet definitely brings that out in me and it's kind of interesting one of my things i, I was i mentioned kind of in the prelude and i'll talk about this in the highlands is like playing sports i think i took that for granted my athletic capabilities back in the day you know you start aging a little bit not quite what they were or you maybe saw yourself differently than you really are um and i've, I've thought for a long time golly i've never had a passion to do much like i did playing sports i enjoy practicing law and it's it's got its definite pluses. Um, but it's not like you wake up every day thinking, I don't wake up every day thinking, Oh my god, it's the best thing's ever happened to me. And I have discovered that dual living has brought that to the table. <laughs> AKA the Highlands. And um so I have been been happy. So I think that's another thing that has done that. And I, I honestly think that's part of the absence of not being there. This went from going once a year to twice a year to three or four times a year to now almost every month. Um, and I think that has been because of the, the feeling you have for something when you don't have it in your life.
1: Yeah. You know, and, uh, kind of changing gears a little bit, you know, I think we all know people who have, you know, had people who were important in their life. Um, maybe they had some kind of separation because of some kind of conflict or maybe just, you know, got it stuck in a routine where, you know, they were used to them being there whenever they wanted to see them. So, I think something that is really important for a lot of people and uh, a lot of people don't realize it until it's, uh, you know, too late till somebody passes away or some mm-hmm. something else significantly happens where the prior relationship they have is permanently changed. Um, so I see a lot of people who really struggle, um, after the fact of that. What do you think about that?
0: I think it's a great point. I really think that that comes about with death quite a bit, you know, you yeah, lose someone in life and, um, got a couple people around me that i i see that going on and it it can be a difficult thing to that absence is something that definitely i think makes your heart go fonder over time but something that you can't really bring back or or fix necessarily you get to go out of town you know with us and, and you get to god willing go back to your wife and kids and when they're gone they're gone and that's a different feeling but i do think the feelings of the heart um can still allow, you can still have fond feelings in the heart for the person, the spirit, the memories, things like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's not something I think that, that is going to go away whenever that uh, relationship is, correct is ended because of someone going on, um, to the next experience, uh, afterlife. Um, so, but I, I do think it's something that a lot of people take for granted, um, and don't realize until, um, you know, it may be too late.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, And I do think another thing that comes with this is any type of uh, long-distance relationship. Oh,
1: long-distance, huh?
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of people out there that that have done that. I I myself have here, obviously, up until about a month ago. (laughs) I did that for about six months. And I think that's something that also brings, um, allows all these things we've talked about to come into play. And then there's a lot of people even in marriages that do it, you know, where – one of the spouses might work offshore or something like that. And you uh, get put into that situation. And, and when I was doing actual research about absence makes the heart go fonder, Because I was like, well, KCC, we need some points. Let me pull you out here and do some what Craig would do. <laughs> look up some definitions of research. That's something that comes up a lot. Um, you know, people in either marriages, relationships, doing it from a long distance standpoint. And again, I, I did that a little bit with, with Alexandra. And it brings another equation to the table that you don't have when you're with the person every single day.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny, um, you know, I have a lot of patients who are in that kind of situation where, um, you know, their, their spouse, uh, significant other does work offshore or do shift work where they mm-hmm. go extended periods of time without seeing them. And it's it's funny because it's something that it's not a situation where they don't enjoy and appreciate the, the person, but it's something that for them, I think they uh, can appreciate um, the distance and the separation to allow them to maybe do other things that they couldn't do if they were around their spouse full time. So it's a it's a funny, um, fun dynamic to be able to have those conversations with people. They're like, Oh yeah, you know, my husband's gone offshore, my wife's going out of town doing this. I'm gonna have a little break. It's gonna be great. And then they're just as excited whenever they're coming home. So it's 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 funny because they're it's not just something that they're always happy to see them go. They're happy to see them go, but they're also excited for that return too. So mm-hmm. it's a kind of give and take relationship. It's 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 pretty interesting.
0: Absolutely, I, I do, and I think those are some good examples, John. What do you think about this um, creating an absence in your life? And I, I was right now, and I think Lent causes uh, myself to do that, uh, where you might take away things that. Uh, like last year I did a little abbreviated Exodus 90 happening. Um, shorter showers, something you enjoy, you enjoy a longer shower or you didn't fulfill that.
1: I remember that shorter <laughs> showers.
0: I didn't do cold showers. <laughs> we just went shorter showers. Um, but you do something like that or, you know, take away sweets in your life, something you enjoy. What do you think about the idea of creating those things to where you can appreciate some of those things that you get maybe on that daily in your life that uh, I think it does personally do some good when we go through that um, act of sacrifice, so to speak, in Lent. What do you think about that, Ann?
1: No, I agree. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, that's part of the reason behind Lent is purposely um, removing things that may you know, not be great for you or adding things that may, uh, be beneficial to you. So I think it's just something that, that helps us, uh, self-reflect on, uh, individual motivations and individual, um, things that improve us or take away from our lives and what our ultimate goals are. So I think removing things like that to see how you behave, how you feel, you know, a lot of people give up sweets, uh, during Lent like myself. Uh, and it's something that, Whenever I do do that, I see uh, a difference in physically how I feel. You know, I don't have ups and downs in my blood sugar and all that, and it's just something I think is overall a benefit.
0: Well said, dude. I think those are some great points that CC would be proud of. Okay, John, last thing before we wrap it up. Um... How do you feel about the absence of leaving Westwood? Oh, the big move, uh, the closing second place this afternoon for John. So it doesn't mean it's his last night, but they're definitely numbered.
1: Yes. uh, The absence of Westwood, you know, it's something that I've been there since 2006. I've been, I've spent a significant portion of my life there. I have my neighborhood parents, uh, Mama Sue and Daddy Jack Blevins, is what I call them. Um, They've looked out for me for many years. So, it's something that it's it's going to be a very heavy heart leaving that home whenever we do sell it and get out of that neighborhood. Um, you know, we are right close to Drew Park. So like we've talked about on some of the other podcasts, me and the kids, whenever it's good weather, we spend a lot of time there. We ride our bikes or run there. And then, uh, you know, we'll spend an hour or two out there. And it's just a great time for them to get out, um, you know, blow off some steam and hopefully make some – some good memories that will stick with them for long-term. The other thing is we're right along the lake. Um, You know, I love being on the water. I love seeing the water. Um, So that was something that even before I had a boat and was able to get out there was something that I would greatly appreciate if I was just out there walking along, uh, looking at the water, watching people on the boats, looking at the birds and seeing the fish hit. It's just something that, um, I don't know, I just think I'm just kind of drawn to water And it's something that Wallace was talking about the other night. She was saying, (laughs) moving away from the lake, which was a little landlocked. We're probably only going to be moving about a mile and a half (laughs) away from the water. But she's like, I feel like I'm going to be landlocked. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, you know, some things that we're going to miss to a big extent. But also, you know, we need more room right now. So I think it's just the, um, it was a good opportunity. And uh, we seized the opportunity. But it will be with a heavy heart leaving the 70601. I will tell you that much. You know that already.
0: I'm going to be here for you, buddy. I'm going to be here for you.
1: So, um, Hot Dog, have you had anything this week that made you hit the brakes or pump the gas?
0: You know, John, pump
1: the gas, hit the brakes? I I think I've messed it up.
0: Okay, man. You can turn into me. I'm going to let it slide right on my. You screwed me up. (laughs) All those backwards. All those backwards. For like the (laughs) last 40 episodes or something. Um,. You know, we were going to discuss, I am going to be hitting the gas. And we we discussed planning on doing uh, for this little part of the segment, which was talking about resolutions. Then it dawned on me sitting here. I had a wonderful, so I'm changing the direction. I had a wonderful opportunity this weekend that was rather shocking. I threw out to John that we needed to go eat Lake Arthur. (laughs) Fun place we used to go all the time. I haven't been there in quite a while, me and John that is. And, you know, mm-hmm. this turned into a, uh, an opportunity to go on a date light with him and Wallace. And, you know, as usual, Hot Dog was just completely willing, and Alexander was alone for the ride here, to change his plans to whatever it took to try to get this time with John in the night. <laughs> and uh, so I saw that opportunity. Man, I hit the gas forward to trying to make sure we can make this happen. And this went from going to Lake Arthur to Let's Catch a Meal Here right after church to Let's Do This at 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, it was a lot of pivoting, and, and it got done, and uh, we hit the bra- gas, and we had a really good time, I felt like, man, a nice little little breaking of bread, and uh, some some good fellowship, and stories, John, man, if only we could get those stories on air <laughs> uh, about John.
1: You, you were very entertained by all of those stories, yeah. <laughs> Very much entertained. Yeah, still you're am. Welcome. When I
0: think about it. Still am. And first thing John told me was trying to defend himself after the other night, um, <laughs> and it was typical. The, the truth is always buried buried somewhere else, and, and we got to discover that the other night. So, now nah, I hit the break I mean, hit the gas have some good time there, and um, it was a lot of fun, buddy.
1: Well, you're welcome. You're welcome in advance and post.
0: Hmm. Um. Hopefully next time we'll have Cece with us, and and we are. Uh, disappointed we didn't get Craig on with us, but we hope we did him proud in his absence. And the, a quote uh, I found looking this up, and I think Craig would want to throw out a quote, so I did, and it's from Lord Byron, and it is "Absence, it's the common cure of love." I think you can feel that, John.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it is something that. Uh It definitely helps, I think, in my relationships. I mean, you know, I don't spend a whole lot of time out of town nowadays, but, um, you know, I do go to Baton Rouge every now and then for for meetings and other things like that, and I'll call and FaceTime the kids, and uh, I can't wait to get back home to to see them. It's something that, um, you know, just draws me back more and more um, every time that I (laughs) leave.
0: All right, guys. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in this week, even CC when he listens CC. back to Woo. this. Uh, if you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, we would appreciate it. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later.
1: Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving
0: your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast.
1: Perfect